Hey, everybody. It is a full house today. It is Sunday, July 30th, 2023, and you are listening to episode 22 of Black Box Signal. I am your host, as always, Chase Johnson, and we are joined back by my co-host, Brandon Gasson. How's it going, man? How, how's the little vacation? Oh, man. Awesome. Had a lot of blast tiring, but it was a blast. Right, right. And we're also joined, like I said, loaded podcast this week. We're joined by Dustin Miller. How's it going? Going good. Going good. What's the, what what you all been up to? What you, Brandon, what have you been up to? Where the hell have you been? Man, you Concerts. know, here, here, there, everywhere. Any any place but here. You know, this yeah, is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it really smells um, in here. I uh, took a trip down to Cedar Point yesterday, spent the day down there. So that was fun. I haven't, been to Cedar, fun. I haven't been to Cedar Point in ages, dude. How is it now? Dude, like, I, Honestly, still good. Uh, that's what I was telling uh, Jen was that like, I haven't been there since like, probably I was like 19, maybe or 20. So how are the lines? Yeah, now? it's uh, <laughs> been a hot minute. Um, I think the worst we saw was like an hour and 30 minutes. So... Jesus. That's too long. That's pretty bad, but it, yeah, why well, wasn't gonna wait in line for that? That was <laughs> that's like Millennium Force, and I'm like, I've already rode Millennium Force, so I'm not waiting an hour and a half for that. No way, no way, I, no how. Yeah, uh, hot. I mean, it's tiring. That's like a three-hour drive one way, but I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was fun. It was just exhausting because we were there all day. You know, that's a right. lot of walking. Me and my I wife. We, I think we. Put, Put in like twenty and a half thousand steps that day or some shit like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, dude. Yeah. So me and my wife used to go there like religiously twice a year. Uh we actually technically went there for our honeymoon. Uh, cause we couldn't afford to go anywhere. So we're just like, we're just gonna hop in the car, get a hotel. Cause we never got a hotel down there. We would always drive back the same night, but it was the honeymoon, so I was like, I'll spring for a hotel. <laughs> um, but I just remember every time, like the last few times that we kept going, it was like we rode maybe three to six rides and that was it because the rest of the time we were standing in line like mm -hmm. for an hour and a half, two hours. I never rode top thrill Jack dragster, not because I was afraid of it. I I'm not afraid of roller coasters. I'll ride anything, but the line was always way too long or mm -hmm. too short of a ride. It never felt mm -hmm. worth it to me. Mm -hmm. every time i've ever been there since top throw was there it's always like two hours and i'm like yeah. i'm not waiting for that yeah i'll wait that long for millennium because millennium is like my favorite ride that they have there but i won't wait but it's a it's a full roller coaster it's not up down done you know um what's been going on with you dustin what have you been up to uh well i mean friday was my birthday that's so, right happy, happy birthday. birthday thank you thank you i, I celebrate the big two nine um, oh, I was going to say you're 18 now. I was actually about to make ah. that same joke. <laughs> I was like, how old are you? 18, 19? Child labor laws, you're actually 17. Um. Oh. Yeah, I, I live off of the scraps you guys toss me. Um, <laughs> Which ain't much. But uh, honestly, nothing really. I mean, I've, I went and saw a couple movies. Um, I've seen Barbie and Oppenheimer at this point. Um, and then I just been chilling and playing video games. That's good. Oh, and One Piece. I, I I'm uh, fully on the One Piece train still, and I've been binging episodes daily. Dustin mm. has been begging me to get into One Piece. <laughs> uh, begging me. I I have started that show, 
like six times. That's fair. Hey, listen, if, if you just read the manga, it goes like ten times, like hundred times quicker. Uh, I also understand. I come from a place of like I started watching during quarantine, so I had mm. nothing but time. Uh, sure. And now, now I'm like up to current where the 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 dub is. So I'm at like nine eighty eight right now. Jesus. So. That's yeah. that's the fi- wow. that's the Final Fantasy 14 of anime for me. Why won't <laughs> like I just yeah. it's it's so much. I hey, was I got I got Jess on board and she's 130 within the in two months. We've talked about my anime anime backlog. I'm trying to finish up yeah. my hero right now, and then you told me that Mobile Suit Gundam yeah. Witcher Mercury has to be my next one, even though I need to yep. do Demon Slayer. You told me that nope. it's really good. I got to nope. do, now that you've told me, do, I got to do Gundam Witcher Mercury do, first. Do Witcher Mercury first, yeah. Then it'll probably be yeah. Demon Slayer, Dr. Stone, and then hopefully the last four episodes in the year anime will be dubbed finally. But When I was sick last week on those two days, I watched all of this anime called Blade of the Immortal or something like that. It was legit. It was all right. Netflix? Kind of interesting. Was it on Netflix or was yeah. it? Uh, it was on Prime, actually. Um, it, it's de- it's definitely an older style one for sure. Uh, but it, it was all right. I, I watched the whole entire thing. I hear you. Oh, Brandon, you'd be happy. I've been, I've been checking in to Trigun every now and then. I saw that Yo, on your Funimation yeah. app, I think, mm-hmm. or the Crunchyroll app. Because okay, so Funimation. I started I started watching Crunchyroll, my hero on Crunchyroll, because it's on my phone, but Funimation isn't. But Funimation's on my bedroom TV, so I like have it half started on <laughs> Crunchyroll. And then when I was putting Dexter down the other night, I turned it on Funimation. So I've like got like two watches going. It's kind of funny. Uh, Rent. Randomly, speaking of near, I'm gonna. You all have already seen this because I I've, I freaked Ooh. out about this. Um, but I'm gonna shut my fake background off for a minute so you guys can see this that are watching this. Shout out to good friend of the show and my best one of my best friends, Danny. She knows a lot of voice actors and works with them personally. Like now, she's like their assistant, kind of. Um, she knows I'm a big near fan, obviously, and she got me a signed print from Kyle McCarley of nine S and I almost cried. Um, and he, so that glorious is, yeah, it literally says glory to chase on it instead of glory yep. to mankind. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is now jumped ahead between all my near stuff that I have. I'm like, yep, that's the most prized thing in the near collection now. Um, now you yeah. just got to get a frame for it, put it on the wall. And she, I shouldn't even say this because I mean, but she's like planning on spoiling me. She's like, oh, I'm going back there just so you know. And I'm going to get you more. And I'm like, you're making my heart hurt, but I will take can I, it. Can I, can I meet this friend? <laughs> Someday right. you probably will. Um, okay. One of these days, I it wouldn't surprise me if like one of these days down the road, she en- ended up doing an episode on the podcast That'd or cool. something. Maybe I got it when the next Final Fantasy 14 expansion comes out because she's played all of 14 and how I didn't feel they, about didn't they just announced one this past weekend. Yeah, the new one. Yes, Dawn, they did. Dawn yeah, they Trail. Did. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I didn't throw it in the news, mm-hmm. but it just got announced. Uh, and yep. how I feel about near that is how she feels about 14. 
Like, so uh, to be fair, I can see how she feels that way about 14 because I played a lot of 14 and that game is fucking amazing. Yeah. By the way, I saw a lot of people refer to it as like El Dorado, the old cart, well, not old, but like the 90s cartoon movie. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, since we're already talking about games, you guys want to get into them? Sure. Hey, you remember this time? Yeah, I remember to hit the button. Last week, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess we'll start with, since me and Brandon kind of got the same thing on here, we'll start with you, Dustin. Uh, okay. We'll start with you finished Final Fantasy 1. And I don't care I about spoilers here because it's an old game. So you can spoil it. I don't care. Um, sure. You uh, finished it. Nice. Finally, yeah. So like I've been going and doing the pixel remaster of the, or I'm starting the pixel remaster of the original six. Uh, and I just beat one this past week. Um, I've never been a, like I never played a whole lot of JRPGs growing up. Like, I guess the only one you could probably call is probably Pokemon. Um, I'm a little upset that I missed this, but at the same time, I'm glad I didn't because the boost definitely helped a lot. Uh, the, the game's a, just a blast. It's so much fun just to jump in and just, like, run around, kill some things. And then even when it got to the end, like, the Garland fight, um, even though at the time I think I was, like, low 50s for the levels, um, it was it was a really entertaining fight. Um, of course, like, I had my, my white mage just sitting there, like, buffing and healing the whole time but uh yeah no if if black mage party wiping everybody black mage party wiping everybody chase because you named your black mage chase i I was wiping everybody uh i mean you 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 were using flare a lot um but i only had nine (laughs) charges of it but uh yeah i mean if no one has checked it out yet highly recommend it i think it's on steam or uh, on switch for like 15 bucks by itself if you don't buy the entire bundle um but yeah i think it's worth it for 15 bucks it's worth it yeah it's on switch it's on ps5 uh ps4 i think it's even on xbox i'm not sure about that i know it's on steam like it's Mm -hmm. it's in a lot of places dude it's a great game i have well we have two copies of the og on the nes still at my brother's house yeah and that, that's cool because, like you said, Dustin, you never got to, like, like I can say that, like, mm-hmm. I touched those games when I was younger. Brandon played them a lot when he was younger, but you never got to experience these. So it's really cool that, nope. like, your first, like, 4-8 into Final Fantasy was, like, the 7 remake. And now you get to kind of, yeah. and now 16, and now you get to kind of go and see, like, where the series kind of, like, cut its teeth. And, and, and see, that that's the mm-hmm. thing that really got me with this is I am way more of a fan of high fantasy versus, like, steampunky, cyberpunkian. Sure. And so, like, yeah, 7 Remake was amazing. I think the gameplay and the fighting style definitely contributed that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to do the turn-based of, of OG7... I might struggle a little bit only because like the world doesn't grasp me as much as so high fantasy. I will say this about the seven uh, port that's on switch. Mm-hmm. You can turn on infinite limit breaks and infinite health. So you okay. can literally breeze through the battles to just get through the story. <laughs> Same thing with the eight okay. remake. I don't know about the nine one cause I haven't started nine yet, but those two, you can literally just like infinite health, one hit kills like you can just that's how i was playing the seven 
uh, port originally before remake, and I'm probably going to get back to it and just start it over. But that's how I was playing it because I was like, I just want to see the story again. I don't care about the battles. I don't want to have to grind. Let's just get through it. Um, I, and might, I, I might do that. Yeah. So only um, because I want to. I want to compare that to like the remake slash reimagining i guess we can call it now definitely yeah mm -hmm. it's for sure yeah. like it's the best way i can put it is like it's an alternate timeline um mm -hmm. of like the same events yeah how do you so how how did you so you liked the chaos fight at the end because let me tell you what that dude was annoying as shit because you'd take like two i don't know if this happened to you but this happened to me when i finally beat it mm -hmm. years later i played like the i want to say it was like the 20th anniversary version of it on an emulator mm -hmm. on my phone yeah. And like I would do, I'd take like two thirds of his life down, and then he'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna cast Cure Four and heal myself back to full again." Like you literally so, had to kill him like six times, dude. Annoying. <laughs> so it's crazy. I don't think he ever healed. He doesn't cast it. I think. Well, I think that if I remember, if I remember once, I think he might have cast Cure on himself once. And even then, it only mm. cured him. Like it wasn't like a Curaga. It was just like a Cura. So it only did like maybe four like health um or 400 i mean um but other than that it was like i had haste on my two heaviest hitters and so mm -hmm. like every strike was doing like a thousand damage so, oh man especially yeah. if you take the time to like collect like the masamune and stuff from the last dungeon Ooh, i do be slapping people yeah yeah and uh yeah. The one thing that probably helped Brandon, I don't know if I told you this, but you can actually, uh, when he was talking about the boosts, uh, you can actually, there's an option in the game to where you can boost your experience by four times and your guild by four times. So mm. you get a lot more experience for every battle that you do if you put that on. That's how I've been playing it, just to, again, just to kind of play through the story again and just kind of rush through it, but just, I guess, not worry about the grinding so much. Um, mm -hmm. So that might have helped too because you were able to just beat them faster. Yeah, it definitely helped, especially going into dungeons, because I would turn on the encounters for a little bit. That was the other thing. You could turn off the encounters. Yep, so random going encounters. going into dungeons, I would turn it on, and I would beat a bunch and, gra and grab, like, five or six levels, and then I would turn it off and just explore the dungeon and grab everything mm. without encountering anything. So it definitely, like, I think I beat the game within, like, 11 hours. So yeah. it wasn't that bad. I've been doing the same thing. I'm maybe a third of the way or maybe halfway through it right now. Um, and that's what I've been doing is like, I'll go run and do the, like whatever quest that I'm on or whatever. And then when I have to run back to town, I'll shut the encounters off just so I can hurry up mm -hmm. and get back to town. Um, which I just think that's just a nice little quality of life improvement, you know, cause sometimes when you're just, you're just, sometimes I'm just trying to get back to town, y'all, you know? Um, uh, and then yeah, you not, got not get a complete, complete party wipe when you're like, I've got one person I'm trying to <laughs> res people yeah. and then you get an encounter that you can't escape from and you're just getting shit on and yeah. a phoenix oh, and that's a, never fun and a phoenix down is 500 gil and gil's hard to come by oh, that's why I turned yeah. the five times so the first stream I I know I told Dustin about this but Brandon the first stream I did it at while you were at that concert uh, I got party wiped right on stream, except for one guy, because I was like, I was too busy paying attention to like, oh, they did such a good job with this remaster that I wasn't paying attention to like the health. And I was like, oh, everybody's dead. So the rest of that yep. stream was me <laughs> grinding right in the, out in front, like Pokemon style, grinding out in front of that first town mm -hmm. until I had enough money to get a Phoenix down, go buy a Phoenix down, grind some more, go get another Phoenix down. <laughs> so that was like my yep. entire first stream. Um, yep. 
Uh, and then you've also been playing, uh, you got Pokemon Pitcross down? Yeah, so definitely not a new game. And this one does kind of suck a little bit because I'm going to talk it up and there's no way to actually buy it now um, because it was a 3DS like, uh, online store purchase exclusive. Like there was no mm. physical versions that were ever released. I'm sure you could probably find people who have like burned it onto SD cards on eBay. Um, but I, 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 I don't know if I've ever told you guys, I love puzzle games. Um, the games I grew up on the most were like 3d puzzle platformers. And so something that can like, I can challenge my brain for a little bit every day. Um, and that is Pokemon Picross, uh, because there are dailies to just earn some gems so you can unlock future levels. Um, and it's just, I don't know if you ever played a Picross game, but you get a grid and there's like numbers on the top and on the left. And that tells you how many dots are supposed to be filled in in those rows and so you have to match it up and it forms a picture at the end and uh what pokemon Picross is is that you're basically just filling in pictures of like a shit ton of pokemon up to like gen six i think okay yeah nice but yeah it, it's <laughs> just just something fun to like tease my brain for a little bit that's it uh and i guess like the last game and i think Brandon, I think you had mentioned this to me too. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I just picked it up, uh, and I'm. I think I'm about to beat it too. But uh, dude, that game's so much fun. Dude, it. The fact that they put the multiplayer in on it, mm-hmm. amazing. So amazing. I haven't. I haven't done any multiplayer only because like my Switch dock is up here and mm. not downstairs where like we usually hang out. So I definitely like I played all the games myself just to get the feel of it. And it's a blast. Just a couple complaints. Um, where's my UFO power up and where's my tire power up? <laughs> That's it. I miss yeah. those so much. But they put that mech suit in, though, which was yeah. kind of cool. Wait, yeah, they have Gundams and Kirby. Nice. They have Gundams yeah. and Kirby now. Oh, wow. right. Game of the year. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, wait, we still got Armored Core if we're going to count that, but... Um, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely had a lot of fun playing it too, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Me, me, Eli, and Amelia all played it, like, multiplayer together, a good chunk of it. And it was a lot of... I, I loved it. It was a blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks... I need, I mean, I might need to pick that game up when it's, like, cheap. Like... Yeah, it's still, like, 70 bucks right now. I know, that damn Nintendo tax. Um... Well, I mean, I it's did use Apple my tax. my hundred dollar voucher to get this and pre order RP Super R- RPG. So yeah, Brandon, I didn't tell you. I'm thinking about canceling my Liza P pre order to get Super Mario RPG instead because you know how I feel about hard from soft style games, except for Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> I like them. I appreciate them from afar, but that might be a that might be the better move for me. Um, Dude, uh, you know I'm getting freaking Mario RPG for sure. Right. Um, and then Brandon over here, I've been kind of excited to talk to him about this a little bit. Uh, Same. We'll we'll let you do most of the talking because we're both a little bit farther than you. But you finally picked up uh, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. So shout outs to my awesome girlfriend. Uh, Jen's the one that got it for me. So I appreciate you, babe. Um, it. Uh, so. Here's my thing. I was kind of leery, like I've heard you guys talk about it and stuff, and I've seen some little snippets. So I was like, all right, you know, how good is this going to be, right? Because, like, Mm -hmm. I was leery when I went into 15 
because they changed a lot of the style and no joke. 15 is one of my favorite final fantasy games. I know it's hated on by a lot of people, but I like it a lot. Surprisingly, I'm really enjoying it a lot. It's fun. I will say this. My one minor gripe so far is that like the beginning of it is slow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, real, real slow. Like, I, I mean, I understand you got to set up the story and stuff and you and do tutorial stuff. And that's usually slow ish in a game. But mm. to me, it, I kind of felt like this was slower, more slower than usual. I felt yeah. like, um, but it's, it's cool. Um, I played a little bit in the beginning with the like auto items as mm. we've joked about. Yeah. Um, and but now I'm playing fully with none of those items on. So I'm doing all my own combat and stuff and it feels a lot more fun. Um, so yeah, like what, weren't you chase saying something about somebody who's like, yeah, you can just one button press, press oh, beat the game was, or something like that. That was me. Yeah. God, there, I there was, was there laughing was some, so like, hard. I, I don't mean to shit on other, uh, other people, but there are some shitty games journalist who was like, sitting live streaming and eating a sandwich while just like button pressing but he had to like put on all the auto talismans yeah. and so like yeah of course it's gonna like auto dodge and auto heal for you so, and trivialize everything yeah basically yeah so i mean it's accessibility options and like that mm -hmm. part is great for accessibility uh but i don't think you should judge the actual gameplay. gameplay wise yeah, yeah don't say the game is, don't that. don't say the game is too easy if you have that stuff on basically because mm -hmm. like, i think that right. was like the, the thing that you were saying it was like that they were saying like oh the game's too easy and it's like yeah, so it all that on my one gripe though is so I'm not, I'm not playing with any of them but i am thinking about putting the one back on for the dog and this is my one big gripe with the combat is i don't know if this has happened to you guys but i can't tell you how many times i've gone to give torgle a command and I don't realize I'm on the items tab. And then I waste my items because I think that. I'm yeah. telling Torgal to do something. And I'm just like, oh, I'll be, I don't I'll be use that potion. I've done it so many times to the point that I have physically made myself forget that there's a there's a uh, like a hockey button for items. And so I always have it on the Torgal screen. And if I need to use heels, I just go into my pause menu now. That might be. <laughs> oh, that might be. That's actually a good tip. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know Torgon can heal you, but it's very minor. It's very minor. And it's only so if you notice when you're fighting, when you take damage, like right, 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 yep. damage, but then you got that like that great out bar. Mm -hmm. That's all he can heal. He can't like heal yeah. past that. Correct. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've noticed. I don't know if it's true or not, but um, yeah, I mean, it's gotten to the point. Like I'm, I'm pretty far in the game to where now I've gotten used to the fact that like I can switch between it without actually right. like actually hitting a button. Plus, I use the 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 ravage uh, ability on Toriel the most. So, do so I. I just chose, yeah, I just chose not to have any uh, items in that slot for ravage for him. So like, <laughs> I don't accidentally use heals or a tonic or anything like that. Nice. Oh, oh. See, I don't use the ravage that much just because I don't like the aerial combat that much, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I use it, but it's I don't know. Mm. 
I, I like it only because like I I like seeing him corkscrew through the air. <laughs> well, that's fair too. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the Sonic Ball spin or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, very yeah nice that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say my only other thing is like, and it's not really a gripe, but like I'm just I'm still trying to get used to like comboing, right? Like I feel like um. I'm just not doing a good job of like comboing stuff, but I th- I figure that's just chalked up to me still getting muscle memory, getting used to stuff or whatever. And it's still like picking and choosing which stuff that I find I like that fits my play style. Mm-hmm. But as my friend uh, David was saying earlier, the nice part about this game is they do not penalize you for your choices with your abilities no. because you can just refund all your points for free as mm-hmm. many times as you want so he was like i did a lot of that throughout the game where i would try something be like do i like this and then i'd be like all right well i don't like this well i'll just refund my points and try something else yeah so that i admire them for yeah no uh i want to ask how did you feel about the iconic abilities um okay so I only really well are we talking like the attacks or like just like their special ability that you get blanket statement all of it okay so right now I've only used the two starting like abilities from the phoenix shot I was thinking about maybe purchasing heat wave to try it but I haven't yet um they they seem cool I kind of like how it gives you like the some of them at least that I've looked at some of them do really high damage. Others mm-hmm. do like less damage, but do more stagger damage. Um, I like the stagger thing. Uh, the Phoenix shift is cool. I fucking love that. Yes, I have, yes. I have, I have lunge for when I'm using Garuda, mm-hmm. uh, because obviously you can't Phoenix shift while you have Garuda equipped, but dude, the, the Phoenix shift shit is awesome because it reminds me of Noctis with this little like whoop, yep. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that shit is so boss. There's so sad. Some so satisfying when you're just like, oh, you're gonna get away. You think you're gonna get away from me, and then you just like shift over to him and start just walloping on a motherfucker. Yeah, I do oh, like pulling them nice. towards me too, though. Yeah, yes. that's, that's sometimes yes. nice. Um, yeah, you get that good knockback, and then as they're flying back, you're just like use the um, what is that called? Like it's like a death grip that the Gerudo ability. Like I, I forget what the hell it's called. Uh, but yeah, you, yeah, you essentially grab them as they're, as you're knocking them away and you can yank them back to them and just continue comboing them. That's, and I like that on bigger enemies, when you half stagger them, if you are quick enough, you can use the grip thing on them yeah. and pull them down for the like mini stun or whatever. Oh, yep. dude, satisfying. I, satisfying. I, will, I will say something I noticed, uh, this past week when I was playing, that grab and like stunning them for a bit you do not have to be quick with it at all you can like like you can break their their first bar of armor and like hit them a couple times and then use it yeah like you got you got like a three to four second window before like you run out of time to to use it they give you a little bit of some leeway Mm -hmm. yeah i do like that um so yeah and i haven't tried out any of of the other gruda ones and i haven't done either of their like ultimate one i guess the one that's on the bottom portion i would consider I just that got the fire ultimate one. ability the phoenix one uh, yeah but both of them from the preview videos because you know when you hover over it shows yep. you a preview of it the, for one they both look sick i mean the the rising phoenix flames is badass that fucking fire but the garuda ones look sick too because it's like Dude. a giant fucking tornado thing 
Later on oh. tonight, later on tonight, if I end up getting <laughs> I... Dustin, look at Dustin. He's like, I want to say I know stuff, he does because he's can't. ahead of both of us. Um, <laughs> Later on tonight, dude, if I end up playing, you should just, you know how you can do like that share screen or you can jump in and just watch mm-hmm. me play? You should mm-hmm. just jump in for a few seconds while I activate that ability because that ability is sick. <laughs> um, what did you think of? I will, oh. I will say the fire one, uh, the fire like ultimate, the Phoenix Rising or whatever it is, broken. Yeah. Um, it is very, very useful. I absolutely it have clears, to have it. it clears. Doesn't enemies. that um like, doesn't that heal you too? I think yes. doesn't yep. it heal you too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I just um, got a charm there's... too that uh reduces its cooldown too. So God damn, I'm trying so hard not to spoil. I... Um there there's a lot of stuff coming your way that is like like very soon here that if you start cheesing it just a bit, it breaks the game like to the point where i have to start changing up my tactics because fighting can get a little boring because i found a way to cheese every fight now (laughs) so here's my other thing that i have to ask you guys about so because i'm thinking about doing a a reset on my abilities like so some of the stuff i don't know if there's really any point to put points into them right Mm -hmm. so like phoenix shift you could put you can level it up one time to master it but I haven't really noticed the difference from not mastery to mastery. Farther. Is it farther? It goes farther. Okay. It goes farther. Um, I think it does a little bit more damage. And then yeah. the, uh, the, whatever the precision dodge, I maxed that out too. And I wasn't sure. I didn't really notice a change, but the I wasn't window, sure. The window of your precision dodge, I noticed gets a little wider. So, okay. So, okay. That makes sense then. Okay. I have like the main like combat abilities. I have all those like first things I maxed out were all those those base abilities that first circle. Like yeah, yeah, those like you got taunt too. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I looked at taunt and I was like, I don't need that. Taunt was the only thing I didn't put any points into. I don't even think I use it, but like everything else is very very useful. Even with like the like the more iconic abilities you get, like the um. Like the down strike, where like if you're in the air and you hold like X and square and you just like slam mm-hmm. your sword down, down that thrust, yeah, so useful. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed yet, but like if you like the lunge ability, if you do it from farther away, you get more damage. You get like what's called like an extreme lunge, yep. and so, um, mm-hmm. that's why like with the the phoenix shift upgrading it gets you more damage you can go farther and so yeah everything very useful to have all those i i mean like again wouldn't even do taunt because i don't even use it um, yeah because there's no use but everything else is all like, it does i had it for a little it. bit and all it does is just it grabs the attention of like what the closest enemy to you or something like that mm-hmm. that's all it really does so i refunded yeah, those what? points right away yeah i was like i don't really see any point to that it didn't the, make sense Sorry, you sound like you were gonna say something. No, no, no. I was just catching oh. my breath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Three people on a podcast. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the the charging abilities. Those are like very, very useful, especially yeah. like being able to charge up your super slant, or I call it a super slant, where you just like coach your sword <sighs> fire, and then also yeah. like the spells to be able to cast those faster. Um, mm-hmm. very, very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Brandon. What is that? Heat, heat blade, I think is what the charge is called. Yep. I took one look at that and I was like, oh, I can make my sword on fire? Yep. And do more damage? Alright, yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you think, I'm going to ask you two questions, what do you think of the limit break so far? Uh, okay, so... I know you, you the, just got it, so... 
so here's my thing. I hate calling it a limit break. The game calls it a limit break. I refer to it as the semi priming because yep. that is that is uh, that is what it is. I'm not going to call it a limit break. I'm calling it priming. Yep. That's what the game says it is. I don't give a shit if they say it's a limit break in the tooltip. You're priming. That's what I'm going with. Even Sid says in a cutscene later on that, like, because Clive, this is a very, very, very I mean, and you might have seen this cutscene too, but very, very, very minor. Um, he basically mentioned something like, oh, because Clive is worried that he can't control Ifrit. Um, right. And he was like, well, Dominic. Free, actually, yeah, sir. Free. Free. Yeah, I know. It's just like it's just like when we were kids and we all said Mako and then Final Fantasy VII Remake came out and they said Mako and we we're like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I still I still call it Mako by the way. Um, but so there's weird. a there's a part where he and where Sid even says, well, a dominant can prime their dominant can prime their summon, but you're not an ordinary dominant, are you? So even he yeah. says it's priming. Yep. So I will say yep. if Daddy Sid says it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh dad. Well, let's take a moment to appreciate Daddy Sid, dude. <laughs> we have already I'm trying to think. Bro. Oh my god. His character design is so fucking good. So he's good. Hot. I like dude. all right. So here's my thing. As soon as we ran into Sid in my when I was streaming for the four hours, instantly this is instantly what happened. I totally used the line from one of my favorite movies, Hackers. And I literally said this on stream. I go, who's that? Oh, that's Sid. Oh, what does he do? Well, you're looking at it. He just looks slick all day. <laughs> uh, actually, okay. So before you jumped in, we were kind of talking about like the, the game of the year stuff that we might have you have you on for and stuff. Um, and then I just thought of something. I was like, we need to have some joke categories. What about Zaddy of the year? No, bro. Zaddy of the year, and I think Sid would be at the top. That's Sid right now, dude. Okay, listen, listen. I'm playing I'm play now. We got to have different categories, like the Game Awards, and we all got to show up in, like, like fine dress wear. All right. <laughs> Let me get my monocle. I'll gr- I'll, you know what? Since I keep I'm going to get a Monopoly Man costume wear that bitch on stream. Since I do all these green screen tricks, I'll do, like, a fake green screen suit, like, like I'll just fake a tux over this. Oh, no, you know what? Ha- oh, I thought no. you were gonna say it's just no, your no. head floating there. Yeah, no. tuxedo T-shirt, baby. It there says I'm I'm formal, but I also like to party. Yep. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I wanted to ask you: What did you think of the uh the big icon fight, uh the Efri versus Ifri fight? Uh, so that was dude, that was fucking cool. I was like wondering where they were going with that, right? Cause you go in there, you're going through the the Phoenix Temple, right? And like, I shouldn't be allowed in here. I'm not the Phoenix, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right, where are we going with this? And then all of a sudden, I I loved it because it's it. You know what it is? It's the it's the Ichigo fight from Bleach, right? When he fights Hollow Ichigo inside his mind, like it is, it, or Link versus Dark Link. It right. is that mm-hmm. quintessential like Sora versus Heartless Sora. Yes, I am fighting with myself, right? Like that whole, I loved it because that was basically him coming to grips with the, I've done all this bad shit in my life and now I, now I got to own it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, when, when, at the end, when he, oh my God, when (laughs) when young version of him puts his fucking hand on his shoulder and he goes, this is it. Like I've got this. And he like basically absorbs oh, his like past self. Fucking goosebumps. Oh, yo, yes. I was like, oh, 
Oh, let's fucking go, boys. Oh. So, for this game, I tease you. Nope, go ahead. Can I tease you, can I tease you guys a little bit? Yeah. My go for it. Spoiler free teases. Okay. okay. So, um, that was my favorite fight, like, of the whole game, up until the one I did last night. <laughs> you're going to get, you're going to, okay, so just little teases, doesn't give anything away. Clive gets very pissed off. Again. To the point where he's just pissy all the time. And there is a full on, like, anger fight that happens. Whole fight just had goosebumps. And I'm going to I'm going to say this not even in like your dominant form. It is full on just straight Clive. Mm. See, and that is now my favorite fight of the game. I would concur that right now the the inner struggle fights, my favorite one prior to that was when you fight Garuda. Mm -hmm. I thought that was brutal as fuck, right? Like. Bro, Torgo comes in, bites her in the throat and shit. And I'm just like, yo, let's fucking go. And then you like <laughs> full prime, you fucking beat the fucking brakes off of her. And then mm-hmm. like, so Jennifer was sitting behind me and I literally like right before it happened, I go, I swear to fucking God, if I don't get to cast Hellfire, I'm going to be so fucking mad. And then all of a sudden the text pops up on the screen that says Hellfire. And I was like, so- yo. Let's let's go! Like freaking oh yeah, dude, nuke that bitch into oblivion. So, Bye, see you later. For contact text, Dustin, you yeah. got to obviously play seven and get a taste of some of the summons, but not all the mm-hmm. summons were in seven. No. Me and Brandon have spent years with these summons, decades with these summons. <laughs> mm-hmm. So being able to control them now, not just summon them as a like a turn-based attack. No. I get, I get it. Epic. I hundred percent get it. Like that, I, that was my main pull to this game was the fact that I could play as the summons. Oh, and let's take a moment to appreciate how well that they took their time with the summons. That mm-hmm. cutscene where Odin fights Bahamut. Bro, I had a ch- full on chubby. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I went from <laughs> six to midnight like nobody's business, dude. Uh, Flat out. Design is amazing. Oh my god, dude! They both just look so sick, and like honestly, the whole lore behind Bahamut in this game. Because I was reading the little, uh, like flavor text, like the lore boxes mm-hmm. that you were talking about, Chase. Which I do appreciate that too. You yeah. can do it. You can do that just at any time, or like in a cutscene, you can pause and look and get additional like data. a dragon uh if, like a dragon ishin did that too and i thought that was sweet because like that game is all in japanese subtitle or all in japanese with subtitles so being able to get like mm-hmm. that little dump of like the historical jap i feel like they did that and i don't i'm guessing you know i'm not going to say that final fantasy copied them because like they were probably working on this game <laughs> mm-hmm. around the same time that they were too but i it's just a good idea like to see more games add well that. tactics ogre had the same thing you couldn't do it like in game but like when you were like on the map screen you could go into the options and go to like they had like a compendium and it had like different people of interest and you could read like their backstory like their lore on them and like and if you meet them multiple times it would change their backstory as you read it in the compendium based on choices you made and stuff like that uh and i i think more games should do that honestly like i like that it's a nice little like if you're not into that cool you don't have to worry about it but like you want a little extra a little extra something you know a little sprinkle a little extra seasoning on my stuff i'm all for that heck yeah and i selfishly 
Now, I mean, I like where the game is, but like selfishly, and I feel like you'll agree with me with this, Brandon, because we love this summon. I kind of wish we were the dominant of Bahamut. Could you imagine if we were Bahamut instead dude, of the free? Dude. <laughs> like, no, Bahamut has always Stop. been my favorite. Stop. Like, oh, and it wasn't, oh didn't Seven God. have three Bahamuts? Because you had Bahamut, Bahamut yes, Sin, and Bahamut Zero. I explained Zero. that to Jennifer, yep. too. Yep, you had Bahamut, which was sick when you got him. I remember the first time I summoned him, I'm like, who the fuck's Bahamut, you know? Even though he's in the older games and I played him, I, I hadn't played him in years when I played Seven, right? So I was like, who the fuck's Bahamut? fucking dragon spirals out of the sky and comes out and i was like yo like and then Bahamut, anything can get cooler than that and then and as then, you continue on you get you pick up the material and it says neo bahamut and i'm like what is that and then you summon it and it's a bigger badder version and, you're, and then you're like can't get any better than this and, and then, then you, you get, get bahamut zero motherfucker comes out in space and shoots a nuclear beam from space he's essentially like fuck out of here like dustin you know mecha godzilla right oh yeah it's mecha bahamut that is literally what bahamut okay. zero is okay. he's bahamut so covered in like is, steel game is like, this in seven in this final fantasy original, seven original yeah. in seven. the original one yeah i'm yeah. gonna check my wallet and then i'm gonna buy it on my switch <laughs> So that's the only summon that has three stages. And technically it's not three stages. It's three separate summons. So you mm -hmm. could summon all three of them in one, in battle, one yeah. fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It gets six. It gets successively. He gets bigger, cooler, and the attacks do more and more damage. <laughs> now here's my one thing. So he's the warden of light in this, but traditionally Bahamut is a non-elemental summon. And so is Odin, and Odin's the warden of darkness in this. So doesn't really take or bring away anything. I'm just saying traditionally in their lore, they're a non-elemental, but yeah. Not still fucking cool. I uh, just nope, go ahead. I, I need you guys to do the next bit. That's the part I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys the most. For sure. Also, finally. The clothes change. All right, let's take a moment to appreciate the clothes change. The drip yeah. game. <laughs> Yo, for sure. The drip game, for real. I, and also, I really just like the the, the story behind it, right? Like, mm -hmm. was just kind of heartbreaking, right? Like, I held on to these your dad's clothes all these years for you or your brother to come back because I and I knew you guys would. And, you know, but and then she gives you her husband, the Lord Commander's sword, dude, like, bro. What? Yep. <laughs> like, oh yeah, dude, shit broke my heart. Uh, so what you're saying is you're not really a big fan of this game, dude. I'm <laughs> vibing on this game hard. Like, um, it's been pretty fun. I know you said oh. you really liked 15. Uh, I might like this one better. Not gonna lie. Well, so uh, jury's, jury's still, jury's out. still yes. out. Yeah, uh, jury's still out. But uh, I am enjoying it. My 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 jury is saying. If I were to try to convince anyone to jump into a Final Fantasy game who have never touched it before, I'm pointing them to this one. I'd play this. For sure. Oh, let's also take a moment to appreciate this doesn't takes away from nothing to the game, adds nothing to the game. But I don't know if anybody else noticed this. When you go talk to the lore guy in the fat chocobo or when you open your menu mm -hmm. in the bottom right hand corner, it shows your party and they're in the original Final mm -hmm. Fantasy one sprites. sprites. Mm -hmm. And if you hover over them, they do the fucking the yeah. fist bump, dude, from yep. the original. Yes. I love it. I love yep. it so yes. Much. Oh, man. Nice. Dude, love it. Yeah. Just that little little something for the longtime fans. Yeah. 
Oh. Well, expect more Final Fantasy 16 talk, definitely from me, uh, as we go on. Uh, I'm hoping to get farther than that this week. Uh, but the reason why I oh, didn't... I'll be playing more after this. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I didn't play much this week is because I had to stick to my word. I said last week that I would give it the good college try and finish season, and I did. Uh, goddamn. Um, I know we were just talking about a game that's a good contender for game of the year with Final Fantasy 16. For me, this is ooh, this is going to be tough to beat. Um, personally, now y'all know, uh, Brandon and Dustin know, and anybody who's followed me. I do tend to skew indie when thinking about game of the year time. Um, but finishing that game today, uh, I don't really want to go too much into spoilers. Um, I, I guess I can talk about like the overall theme of the game is kind of like when the world is ending or your world is ending as you know it, what do you do to what are you going to leave behind for that next generation to remember you by? Um I haven't felt this strong about a game that taught these types of themes since Outer Wilds. Um, which Brandon, if you remember how much I talked up Outer Wilds when that came out, oh, yeah. um, oh, that yeah. game was incredible. Uh, still will recommend it to everybody, but uh, yeah, I don't really want to say too much about it because it's so much of a story driven game that you need to poke around and look. And it's so cool. Cause uh, at the end, um, the mechanics of the game are like, you're going around, uh, drawing sketches, taking pictures, and recording sounds to throw in your scrapbook. And at the end of it, this is super, super minor, but at the end, right before the game closes, you meet somebody that's from a different culture and can't speak your language. And you're sh and he's doing the same thing. And you're sharing your notes, basically, at the end. And so you get, oh, to, see, cool. you get to flip through the entire scrapbook of everything that you basically collected and did uh, through the whole thing. And Man, I just between the art style and the direction the story went and how it closed and it's just it's a really beautiful game on multiple levels. Like gives you like has like a somber like tinge to it, but also leaves you in the end like feeling hopeful, which I really like. Um and that's really all I can really say about it without like completely spoiling it because it's it's not a very long game. It's like 6 hours. Um, it's, I think it's only, I might be only 20, 25 bucks on PlayStation. Uh, highly, highly, highly recommend seasonal letter to the future. Um, it's, yeah, like I said, I, I am a little biased. I do tend to skew indies, but, um, I've been watching this game since it was like announced, I think in 2020 during quarantine and it exceeded my expectations. I didn't, I didn't think I think it was thought it was going to meet them. I didn't think it was going to exceed them. Um, and I'm really glad I spent the rest of today playing that instead of 16. As much as I really wanted to play 16, it was really, really worth it to just see that game through. Um, to the point to where I still haven't deleted it off my PS5 because I'm like contemplating going back and playing it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, can't can't say enough good things. I will probably fight hard for that game to be high on the list come game of the year time just 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 saying that now um so uh i just want to add something to your list of indie games to look out for um i know how much of a music head you are an audiophile uh, i don't know what you're talking about up, 
<laughs> Look up the game Sword of Symphony. Okay. Um, it is I've heard of one it. One yep. guy working on it. It is I've been tracking it for a while now, just watching this guy's progress. Uh if that comes out the before the end of the year, I feel like that that might be a heavy contender for you. Well, and another smaller game that I want to try to get uh to is Humanity. Um mm-hmm. Which uh, were the same people behind Tetris Effect, which, if you know anything about me too, Tetris Effect is fucking amazing. Um, and, you know, I, li- I like those type of puzzle games. So, uh, yeah, this, I think we said it on the last podcast, and I think y'all will agree with me, this year has been a surprisingly good year. Like, I yeah. started this year thinking, like, eh, okay, we got this, we got this, we got this. And now I'm like sitting here, like, wow, we've had some bangers this year. On, yes, all, on all fronts mm-hmm. you've got i mean we had re4 for your survival horror people now we have the final fantasy scratching the final fantasy itch zelda now if we want to yes. go down the indie route we've got season we've got humanity that i haven't touched yet but i've heard really good things i'm sure there's more stuff that i'm missing uh we have armored core coming out still this year lies of peace still coming out this year mortal Kombat still coming out this year which shauna hey, has man already demanded to be on that episode uh the mortal Kombat oh, episode. we had we had the new street fighter come out street already fighter already oh. came out yep oh my gosh uh i think i already said mario rpg like yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be a year um but i don't got anything else as far as games y'all want to get into the news sure sure someday someday i'll have something i keep saying that i'm just you know whatever um first story comes from polygon and is kind of everywhere um cd project red is laying off we always got to start on this one of these notes this is laying off roughly 10 percent of its workforce uh which is about a hundred people within the next nine months um despite multiple projects in development uh the witcher and cyberpunk publisher is cutting jobs um yeah it says it says roughly 9% in the article, uh, but I've seen a couple saying 10. Uh, layoffs will continue into 2024 uh, into the first fiscal quarter. We want team members to have ample time to process and adjust to the change, and we've also made sure to offer everyone a comprehensive severance package. Ugh, okay. Um, what do y'all think? We'll start with, uh, we'll start with Brandon. Um, so actually, I find this really interesting. Because I saw a thing a while back. I want to say it was on Twitter. It was a tweet from CD Projekt Red showing this picture of all these new people they were bringing on or whatever. And now all of a sudden you're turning around firing people? What, is, what it sounds like to me is like they're hire, they're getting rid of the people that they were paying too much to hire in a bunch of people that they can pay less. I bet. Mm-hmm. That that, mind, that I That's definitely what this strikes me as. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Justin? Um, well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta err on the side of caution because I do have a fiance at home who is a hardcore Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven fan. Um, That's unfortunate. I think it's a- Love you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have, you have my condolences. Not just playing. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's very. I think I, f- I feel like it might be like a saving face tactic, not so much saving face, but like 
They're trying to pad the inevitable with their DLC coming out for Cyberpunk 2077. Being that the original game's release did not perform well, I'm almost feeling like they're laying off 10% of the workforce just to pad just in case if this fails because there's a chance that it could again. Yeah. Um, I will fight you, Brandon. Groovy Llama says in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just to be fair, I am not nearly as harsh on that game as Chase is. This is I have true. played that game multiple times. Okay. So throwing that out there. I'll yeah. give it more credit than Chase will ever <laughs> give it. Really well. And you know what? When that game was shown off, I was hyped for it. I was so on board. And then I just felt burned. Um, that, was... uh, that game is the whole reason my PS4 Pro doesn't work. It literally burnt my PS4 Pro out. I remember that. that. I am just throwing that out there. I have never been so mad in my life, but you know what? Um, that game is the whole reason why I, I had to buy did a not. One. I did not return it, though. I kept mine. I returned it. I still have it. Um, I and yes, it's, and yes my my cover is female V because she looks way cooler than male. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have to play the female character in that game. Yeah. Team female V. It's all right. Here, okay. Day. Okay. Here's my other. Okay. I'll get into this a little bit. Um, look up, Chase. Hold on. I, <laughs> I got it. it. <laughs> um, um, one thing I do got to say about that game the clothing options for female V are like leaps and bounds better than the male V. Like, males v, male V's clothes suck ass in that game. Yeah, a thousand percent. Here, Jess and Brandon, we're not going to argue about this. We've already had this argument. I'm just doing this to make Jess feel better. Just to make you feel better, I'm going to make Brandon a tiny bit mad here. Vanilla Destiny still sucks. All right, moving on. Okay, um, hold up. Okay, no, no, no. No, <laughs> we're not going to touch Destiny. <laughs> As Brandon rubs his forehead. <laughs> you, you say, like, okay, one th- I got to say, I got to come to, uh, listen. I got to come to Brandon's defense a little bit here. I played Vanilla Destiny so and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. And two, you're you're telling this to, to Groovy Llama. I, she never played Vanilla Destiny, so she doesn't know what you're talking about. Good. It's not good. Look, it, she avoided look, it. She saved herself. Hey, you know, it's it's a look. Look, Dustin, it's OK. Chase can have his opinion. Just as long as he knows no. it's the wrong It was that last beta that you were like, man, I hope that's not everything you do on Earth. And then the moon mission opened, and you're like, fuck, that was everything you do on Earth. That's like a third of the fucking game. Uh, you fucking To be me? fair, I did a ton of the PvP. I did the raids. I did all that shit. I loved Vanilla Destiny. Vanilla Destiny's raid, PvP was peak. The raid was the best piece of content in that game. And you had to do dozens of hours of bo- we can't get into it right now. We've already got <laughs> we, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. Um but yeah. Anyway, Vanilla Destiny sucks. Um game- <laughs> this next story comes from gamerant.com. Uh Dustin threw this in here, so I had to look this up. Um Super Mario Brothers Wonder is tougher than you think, according to insiders. Um Yeah. According to this article, it says Super Mario Brothers Wonder will provide players with a more challenging experience compared to 2D Mario games, uh, according to an insider. Uh, Very similar to the difficulty of Super Mario 3, which notoriously, I love Super Mario 3, but if you compare that to a lot. If you. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Don't even go there. 
Don't even go there. Okay. Um, Two is terrible. Take your doki doki panic whoa, bullshit and whoa. get out of here. Well, oh, because <laughs> I tried to do something. Okay, we can't get in that either. But that oh, because I tried to do something different, yeah. it was actually fucking good. Um, all right. No, anyway. No. 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 Uh, Okay, okay. You made okay. my camera go out I like again. Camera turned out right there. That's so. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep. Go back to your shanty where you belong. <laughs> Take uh, your garbage opinions and get out of here. Just because because they're right. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's we're, said that Super Mario that is gonna perfect. have difficulty similar to Super Mario Three, and the game breaks multiple series conventions with new art style, playable characters, enemies, and power ups. That has me excited as a Super Mario Two fan. Um, yes. What do you What do you think of like them making these games harder? We'll start with I'm you, Dustin. With that. Uh, I mean, so you know, I was excited for both of them. Uh, I always love a good two D side score Mario. Um, but the fact that it's gonna be harder, like what I read was that it's absolutely decimating testers. Um. Yeah, and they're yeah. saying that it is Nintendo. It, it's accessible to everyone, but apparently Nintendo has ramped up the difficulty on this, and so it's got me way more excited for it now. Yeah, I that has me more excited because I just want a harder Mario game. I wasn't a really big fan of the the new Super Mario Brothers series. Um, I liked like the first one or two, and then I just felt like they were treading on the same stuff over and over. Um, Listen, all I say is we all got to hop in. We all got to play together. I'll be Toad. I'll t- Nope, I'll be Daisy. I'm going to play Daisy. Unless someone wants to rock, paper, scissors with me. But I feel like the three of us need to conquer that game together. I'll be Toad. I'll My totally be Toad. Luigi all day. As long He's as got that... Cr- Luigi's got that weird ass jump that he does where he spins his legs around. That's at least, at least Mario, Mario too, he did. <laughs> at least I, um, as um, long as I don't, as long as I don't got to be Yoshi, we're good. You know. See, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is I can't wait to play together and we get to the Yoshi levels and Chase is just throwing a fit in the background. Oh, fucking damn it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's a little hot Mario take. How do we feel about Mario Sunshine? Uh, I never played it to be honest with you. Okay, me neither. Okay, because it cool. looked like trash. Cool, because then I can say it's trash. Um, that is trash. I was gonna say, yeah, I never played it because it looked like trash. I'll be playing, honest with you. Playing Mario Sunshine made me not want to play Galaxy, and I'm Look glad here. that I that I decided to play Galaxy because Galaxy is fucking incredible. Um, it, it literally, I took one look at that and I go, "Oh, it's Mario with a Super Soaker." Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'll skip that. I didn't even care about that. It was the platforming in that game. That camera was so fucking broken. Mm. Okay. You know, my mom heard me swear so much playing that game growing up. Like, <laughs> like it's a great game. It's a great, it's an eight, it's a three and a half out of five game. You know, it's all right. Yeah, sure. Um, Next story. And I know you're going to have a lot to say about this, Brandon. Um, And this comes from the verge and pretty much everywhere else. Uh, And this literally says, Blizzard devs know that their Diablo 4 patch was bad. Um, Take it away, Brandon. (laughs) Okay, so I've really been enjoying Diablo 4, especially playing with Jennifer and the kids and stuff. They've even managed to get Eli to start playing it, which is super cool. Um, Step back. It's a hard step back right now. Like, 
we've played a little bit of season one. I'm enjoying it just from the aspect that like we're all playing together and it's something we're doing together, but like big issues. The story is not good. I'll be honest with you. Oh, the malignance, blah, blah. Okay. That is the weakest fucking story ever that you can come up with. And you were, you were making this before the game was even finished. So like, I know you've been working on that story for a while and that's the best you can come up with, bro. You could polish a turd, but it's still turd. I'm just throwing that out there. I also like, Number... oh, no, go ahead. Oh no, no, no. Say what you want to say. I've got a lot more. <laughs> I basically like according to this article and what I've been talking to a few other people, uh, in a couple of discords that I'm in that like, basically now they like broke all the builds to where pretty much like there's only a couple viable builds to do like oh, yeah. some of the nightmare dungeons and oh yeah like if oh, you yeah. don't if you are specced out as a certain way and you're going to do some of these nightmare dungeons you might as well just forget it like you're not gonna be able to get through it so a lot of people have been referring to this as season of the nerf is what they're calling it and it it dude that it is so here's where the tier list sits at druids are still on top dominating Sorcerers have literally been nerfed into oblivion. They are pretty much unplayable. Every time I've been online, I've the only sorcerer I've ever seen is Jennifer usually because that's what she plays. But like you don't ever see any other players playing them because they're like non-viable. Right. Like they their big thing was that made them semi-viable was the fact that they could stack multiple barriers on top of each other. Number one thing in the patch notes, right underneath Sorcerer. Number one, we have removed stacking of barriers. Like, they didn't try to hide it or sugarcoat it. It was, I'm going to fucking bring the ban hammer down on you, and that's the end of discussion. Barbarians, rogues, and what's the other one? I feel like there's something. Uh, Necromancers are kind of in the middling pack. But even then, Barbarians are squashed way down. They've been pretty much nerfed into nothing. I'm playing a Barbarian for the season, and it it's yeah, it's bad. The nerfs all around have been really bad to where, like, pretty much all that you see are Druids now. Everybody plays a Druid because yeah, this, uh, it's the only thing worth playing. They don't say exactly what, but in this article in The Verge said it, it said it made these, uh, these tier, it looks like tier 100 dungeons, like, excruciatingly difficult to where players have to pursue specific builds or they might as well not even try. Yep. That yep. sounds about right. Here's my other thing. So their new gimmick is these malignant hearts, right? They're kind of like gems, but not. So here's the thing. You can only socket certain colored hearts into certain socket colors on your like jewelry or whatever you can't. So like if you get a piece of gear that has a great role on stats, it may not have the right color socket you want on it, and you cannot change that. Once you put a heart in, you cannot remove it. The only way you can remove it is to socket a new heart on it, and it destroys the old one. Hearts do not stack in your inventory. So now all your inventory is eaten up by hearts because you have 50 million of them, and <laughs> it's, oh, it's so, there's so many fucking, dude, if I had hair to pull out, I would probably pull it out. Which is so sad because, like, when we had the last couple episodes that we had you on where you were talking about, you were loving the game. Like, you were like, I mm -hmm. love this game so far. And, well, and what a hard 180. Thing. Like, Well, and here's my other thing. I'm still with my friend. It, it, well, this is what he told me. They should have waited a year, smoothed out the problems they were having with the game, 
before you release the first season. But you know how it is. Gotta gotta make that money. That you know, content train needs to be and going. So here's the thing. It's even I feel like it's even worse now that the seasons come out. The rubber banding is bad. I can't tell you how many times where you're walking and your character just starts doing this, standing in place, and then you get slingshotted like a mile back from where you were at. Like that's terrible. You need oh. to fucking fix that shit. That is that is not Yikes. that's yeah. not a little Yikes. thing. That's not a little issue. That's a big ass system issue. Like the lag and all that stuff, the rubber banding is ba- it's it's twice as bad now since the season's been out like and you need to fucking fix that yeah. like you're borderlining like fallout 3 release shit like it's Ooh. fucking bad i mean fallout 4 well i guess fallout 3 was rough too or like, no fallout 4, 4 excuse me fallout 4 like yeah it's oh it's i'm still enjoying it like i said i enjoy playing with jennifer i enjoy playing with the get the kids but like if I'm you not, didn't have I'm if not, you didn't have that like yeah I'm not getting into the hardcore competitiveness because I know I'm not going to enjoy it. Like if I try to get hardcore competitive into it, I'm not going to have a good time. Cause like you said, I'm going to be trying to push up on these really high level nightmare dungeons. Once I get to that point and I'm going to be super aggravated because it's not going to be accessible because they've nerfed everything into shit land. Nah. Yeah. Well, Hopefully their next patch will fix some stuff. Um, and you know, well, hope, hopefully with hopefully with Xbox, uh, with Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard, maybe they'll fix it. You know, it'll get better. You guys, please yeah. wait while I put my clown nose on and put my makeup on real quick. <laughs> Speaking of uh, hostile takeovers of the games industry, um, oh, this next story comes from GamesIndustry.biz, and Tencent is just expanding its control of the games industry. Uh, Tencent is to become major majority shareholder of Techland, which might as well say they own them at this point. Uh, if you don't know who Techland is, Techland is the studio behind Dying Light. Um, also did Call of Wars back in the day, um, bunch of stuff like that. But I, they're most well known for Dying Light. Um, Brandon, you played a lot of Dying Light, didn't you? Originally when it came out, yeah, yeah. Di- I uh, uh, I've beaten Dying Light and Dying Light too. Um, don't we got too much more to say about that except Tech? Tencent is just slowly buying everybody. It seems. Um, what do you What do y'all think? I mean, sorry, Brandon, you can go ahead. Uh, no, you can say what you need to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me look this up real quick while you say your piece. Uh, I've, been, I've been paying attention to Tencent for a long time now, and uh, I I feel like they're super duper predatory in the way of not in favor of video games so i just pulled up the list of everything that they either own 100 percent or have shares in riot 100 mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. epic 40 percent uh blue hole which is the people make player unknowns battlegrounds 11 and a half percent ubisoft five percent activision blizzard five percent <laughs> mm-hmm. um uh, Grinding Gear Games, which made Path of Exile 80%. Uh, other investments, uh, Supercell, Platinum Games, uh, Jaeger, Frontier Developments, uh, Paradox. I'm trying to I'm trying to pull out the big ones. They also own a piece of Discord. Um, yeah, they just have their, like, 
grubby ass claws and everything. Everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, I'm not um, sugarcoating it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is just continuing the slow takeover. Everything either is going to be owned by Tencent or who's the parent company that owns Rockstar? I can't remember now. I'm about to type that up. Oh, Rockstar's parent company. I don't know why this uh is slipping from my brain because it's like another take two. Take two oh, and ten cent. Yeah. I knew it because they both start with a T. Those are the two non-console specific entities that are just slowly like grabbing as much as they can or getting into as much as they can. Um so you know, pretty soon we're gonna be, you know, it's gonna be black box signal brought to you by Tencent. Um yeah, boy, ten yeah. cents, black box signal. Um uh next story comes from ign um and i have to kind of amend this because the they kind of walked it back uh originally earlier in the week uh it was suggested that the esrb was going to start using facial recognition recognition uh as a new way to verify age uh when you go to buy a game like on the computer or you know buy it on your playstation you have to scan your face or something like that that sounds Um, awful well the first thing they started saying like parents started freaking out like you know me and you brandon as parents i don't want you to be scanning faces of my fucking kid um no not at all and basically they had to turn around and walk it back and be like oh we're not doing that we're only doing that for adults i'm like well then how the fuck is that gonna work then (laughs) if it's an age yeah it doesn't make any sense at all like just don't do it well right yeah here's my thing too right that doesn't seem like that's going to work right because look, let's be honest. You look way, way younger than you are. Yeah. I look older than I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like matter of fact, I'll take it way back. Remember in sixth grade when I already had a full beard going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, if that thing fucking facial scanned me, I'd be getting porn at that point or what? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't feel like not. No, and of no, course, no. after that, that they, they tried walking. Idea. Yeah. And the SRB, who's also part of the ESA, like, it's like, you guys have already fucked up E3 so hard. Like with like, like a couple years ago, like they were in charge of like, handling all the journalist data and stuff and all of it leaked like phone numbers addresses like Mm -hmm. of like journalists and Mm -hmm. we know that game journalists sometimes get threatened by shitty ass gamers so you don't really want that info out there uh and so do we really trust the esrb to then take photos of our faces and hope that that shit doesn't leak out like yeah, no, thank you. This just seems like a shitty solution to a problem that's already fixed. Show an ID at the store. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Like, I get it. I, I can see why they want to do it because there's the whole thing of like parents who give full access to the kids to buy games but that's digitally. Parents, and then they walk in. Yeah, exactly. They walk into that's, the room, yeah. see their kid shooting like some random ass woman on the street in GTA Five, but then they blame it on the game, and it's like. But you caused the problem by giving unfettered access these, to this child. These are the same you know parents the, that wouldn't let their kids go see a rated R movie, but they'll buy them a copy of GTA because it's a well, game. This goes way like this goes way back to like the like the problems we were having with music, right? Oh, your your music made my son suicidal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, 
I will give you this. Yes, game designers and people that make music and stuff should take a little bit of accountability for the things they put in their stuff. But 90 some percent of that is the parent. You need yeah. to take the accountability that you're letting your well, child consume this material that they probably shouldn't be. And there's a reason why we have a rating system. There's a reason why yeah. it says M for mature, 17 and up. There's a reason why mm-hmm. you go buy a CD in the store. Not that anybody's buying CDs anymore, but you go buy music What's in the store CD? and it says parental advisory on it. Like, What's a CD? You know what's crazy? <laughs> for someone who comes from retail right now, more people buy vinyl than they do CDs now. That makes sense. Um, you know, I was once told that vinyl is um like peak sound essentially for music. If you can get okay, audio file talk. If you can get a real good record pl- record player and real good CD and and real good speakers, yeah, yeah, you get more of that warmth. You get more. I can of, attest mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you get Je- Jess is a Jess is a massive like record and vinyl fanatic to the point where we have a but like. I think her counts up to like over 400 records at this point at the house. Sounds like my dad's collection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Um, next story comes from, uh, I, I found it on news at Xbox, but it was everywhere. Uh, I saw Dustin say something about it first in, in the, in our little note. And then I continued, there's a bug flying around. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then I saw it and I was like, this is fucking cursed. But, um, they are making a pizza scented Xbox con- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle controller, which the controllers look fucking cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at them right now. And they got four of them for each turtle with this pizza thing on the back that it looks like it's like a fan. It's a scented, a scented you... fan, and it's going to smell like pizza. What do you think, Brandon? I'm looking at your face first. That's why. <laughs> Okay, when I looked at the note and I just saw you, I saw your little injection in there that says this is cursed. Yeah, Dustin put that in the note and then I added this is cursed. Like this is okay. One, I all right. Before I knew that they were pizza scented, which what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> I saw a picture of these things and I thought, what the fuck, dude? You think this looks cool? I think that is terrible. That, I, think I think the think controllers look cool. No, they but the pizza hideous. part doesn't look cool on it. Like if you were I to take the pizza look, part off, you can it, it looks use cool. without the pizza part on it. Look here, I would use an N sixty four controller before I go near whoa, that fucking curse. Is that like even with the knowledge of being able to take off the pizza part and just use the controller? Because I think the controller okay. looks cool with the ooze dripping down it, and each one has like their names and like different things on. That looks cool, <sighs> but the pizza thing and this hurts me because i'm a huge tmt fan i literally you could come over to my house when i was a kid i had no shot every ninja turtles action figure fucking thing you could have we were born the year they hit america like we were the right age for that i had the i had the fucking giant technodrome i had the van i had fucking everything everything and taking a look at that hurt me dude i was like why has it got a pizza slice on it what is this like yeah i i I can get Mm. behind the controller if you remove the pizza slice like that that Um, that's fair that's fair like that's the part like because like you take that away the controllers look cool but like i don't know like 
What if it doesn't, doesn't smell, smell like pizza? What if it doesn't? Why? What if it doesn't smell like good pizza? Oh, like, what so here's the thing. I watched. Did you guys watch the YouTube like the little video that they showed how to use it? Uh uh-uh. uh. So you put batteries. It's like four AA batteries into Jesus the back Christ. of the pizza. And then you drop like three droplets into that little like, little hole in that pepperoni. Wait, so there's just... droplets too? So yeah, yeah. So well, it's a scent infuser. You get you get a vial with pizza scent in it. Nope. And then you put droplets of the nope. pizza scent in it. Cursed. And then every now and then it just kind of like like oof, pizza at you. Here's the thing. I'm cool with this on one condition. I need my Mountain Dew scented headphones and then my Doritos flavored flight stick. And then I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Let's close the loop on it. Either, either get rid of this or go all the way with it. You're right, Dustin. I'm back on board. Oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. As long, as long as it doesn't smell like pineapple pizza, I'll be fine. I think it's just pepperoni. <laughs> when, what happens after like a month? Does it start smelling like rancid pizza or like? Yeah. Oh well, my god. I mean, Ugh. it's probably only gonna last for a good like maybe two or three hours for like two drops. So you just reapply more drops and you get when fresh you, pizza. Uh, when you push a button, does it make the audio cowabunga? I'd, I'd be fine with that. Well, you don't even have to push a button. It just randomly just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curse. I wonder. Here, here's the thing. Fucking blade plug-in for a controller, Jesus. So, I don't <laughs> yeah. know about you guys. I'm a big foodie, and one of the oh, my favorite smells one. when it comes to food is freshly baked pizza. Like just freshly pulling out of the oven, oh, yeah. that oily sizzliness. Mm-hmm. And we microwave it with the scent in there to get that like oily scentedness. I want that hot, fresh scent coming out. Oh man. It's, it's a smell like gas station pizza, bro. Well, you have to let us know how it smells, Dustin. Uh, as the I am soul, not going to spend as the what soul is that, like $100 for oh this Oh, my thing? God. Jesus. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Hold on. Nope. I, don't even know, I don't even know the price. I That would not surprise me. Oh, no, it's not even a price. It's a, it's a sweepstakes. You have to enter to win. By following Xbox Game Pass on what is now X, then Twitter, and retweeting the official Xbox Game Pass sweepstakes tweet, and then you can win one of the controllers. All right. Well, at least it's a limited thing, and I feel sorry for the poor soul who wins that. Um, I don't. They're going to put on eBay for a thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah, that's the new where I was going with that. They won't open it. They'll put that bitch on eBay and do make like five grand off of it. Okay, I feel I take it back. I feel sorry for the poor soul who's going to pay five grand for that. And here's the other thing. Like, this is a partnership with the new TMNT movie. Right. And from what I'm hearing, because, again, I'm a huge movie buff, uh, this is one of the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies of all time. It is like showing at a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I get it. Take it with a grain of salt, but it's showing as a 98, 97% uh, approval rating. I don't know, but does it have the ninja rap? Uh, no. Is Vanilla Ice like, singing a ninja rap in it? No, then but it has doesn't. Ice Cube as one of like the like the villains. All right, I'm and, back on board. Like... <laughs> um, from what I saw from the previews, it's kind of going back to more like... Uh, it's early like stages. The, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like more towards like the classic cartoon that like we grew mm-hmm. up with. Mm-hmm. They're, right. they're and, like teenagers again. They got yeah. actual teenagers playing them. Uh and Jackie Chan is playing Splinter. Oh, well, I'm fucking hundred percent on board with that. 
hundred percent on board with that. <laughs> yep. Um, and and that's not knocking like the newer version of Ninja Turtle movies that came out with the CGI and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy those. I thought they were good, but something about like, bro, those rubber fucking suits with the live actors in them. It's just cheesy enough that I just absolutely Dude, and that very first Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. movies was actually like dark as fuck. Like, and it's like story. Like it was watching it w- watching Shredder get thrown into a dumpster and then smushed. Like shocked me as a child. Bro, Sinner, yeah. Splinter was literally held captive, like strung up, like being tortured, <laughs> like or Raphael mm-hmm. getting the fuck kicked out of him that he was basically in a coma for part of that movie. Like Jesus like, Christ. That movie was Can dark. You know, you know what they need to make and I know they're making a game of it, but I need a movie as well. I would prefer animated to be honest. The Last Ronin. It is one of the greatest stories of all time when it comes to TMNT. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited for the game. If they did an animated movie in the same style as this, it would do buku. Buku bucks. Well, the best part about the last Ronin is that's a callback to the original Ninja Turtles, like mm-hmm. slash graphic novels, because most people don't realize this, that Ninja Turtles originally was very mature. Oh, uh, yeah. And every one of the turtles all wore red. The mm-hmm. reason they are different colors is because when they wanted to bring it into a children's cartoon, they gave them different cover colors to take your attention away from the fact that they had weapons. That is the whole reason they are different colors. I also That's heard true. this for toy line. That too. Uh, that toy could line, be toy, toy line moves a lot. Also easier for but, kids, easier for kids to tell the difference between each one too. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing. The only reason you could tell the difference between them was the weapons. So making them different colors, you're not paying too you're much attention to the, on fact the weapons. That, yeah. I've got two swords. You know what I'm saying? I've got size. Okay. Mm -hmm. Before, I I, I know there was a a word of a hard cutoff for this, so I just, I don't want to, like, dabble too long on stuff. But before we move on, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Leonardo. Leonardo. It's Leonardo. It's like a a two-way tie. It's it's Leonardo and Mikey. Leonardo and Mikey. Like those are my two. Raph has always been my fave. Raph's cool. I loved Raph because he was kind of like the edgy one, you know. So it, I always liked Leonardo because he had the swords. So Leonardo had the swords. Raph got the motorcycle. It was uh, yeah. it was great. So in Shredder's Revenge, that uh 2D game that I played recently on, or not that long ago on stream, mm-hmm. other than April, because April is the secret best character in that game, she rips in that game. But what I like about Raph is his grab move. Everybody else's grab move is like a traditional like judo throw or some sort of martial arts throw. Raf's is a fucking German suplex. Yeah. He literally does a fucking Brock Lesnar over the head German suplex and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh moving on, uh this next one comes from Video Games Chronicle. Um uh and it says Ubisoft has canceled its Immortals Phoenix Rising sequel. Now, I don't know if y'all remember uh, Mortals Phoenix Rising. It was a game that they made in 2020 that was essentially kind of got called out for being like, oh, they're just like kind of cribbing Breath of the Wild. But it did really well. Um, It played pretty well. People enjoyed it. Uh, And they were working on a sequel for it. Uh, It was in early development uh, at Ubisoft Quebec. Um, But they decided to cancel earlier this month uh, due to some, it looks like, challenges around establishing the IP is what it says. Um, what do you think about that? We'll start with Dustin. 
Um, honestly, the game kind of fizzled out for me. Yeah. I never touched it. I almost picked it up, but I know it was meant to kind of capitalize on the whole Breath of the Wild thing. But that was the problem for me is that Breath of the Wild uh, outshined it massively when it came to like what I wanted to do. And so yeah. I just kind of it died out for me and I completely forgot about it until I read your note. And it was basically like Breath of the Wild with Greek mythology. Like it, yeah. that was what it is. But the thing that had me excited was its sequel was going to be set in like the Polynesian like Hawaiian myths instead. So they were going to be jumping. They were going to be jumping pantheons. Yeah, that that idea seemed cool. Kind of like what God of War was doing, but kind of in more of their version. Um, So So what I'm getting from Dustin is. It fizzled out for him because Breath of the Wild did Breath of the Wild better than Immortals. (laughs) Well, yeah, and and also Immortals and also Immortals came like three to four years after Breath of the Wild, so... <laughs> and, and see, that's the thing, is that I didn't actually play the game until 2020. Yeah. And so, like, my love and interest in it started when Phoenix Rising came out, and so I was like, it just wasn't there for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Next story, Uh. and this doesn't surprise me, because I know it, it always does pretty well, but uh, Pikmin 4 has topped the UK retail charts, and this is according to videogamecharts.com. Um... Pikmin 4 has debuted in first place on the UK retail charts, uh, according to GFK data, uh, for the week ending in July 2022-2023. Um, and I believe that means Legends Tears of the Kingdom fell to second, or from second to fourth. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still in fifth. <laughs> and yeah. All those, it's all those, those, those cart and, and... Well, that's why they came out with three new characters plus like three or four new maps. Uh, mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 2 remained in uh, seventh place. Uh, Minecraft still what? holds eighth. Uh, and Elden Ring uh, is actually up this month from uh, 10th to 9th. And Diablo 4 moved up from 13th to 10th. Uh, and the last one they put here, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, actually fell out of the top 10 for the first time in the UK and dropping down to 18th. Um, the hmm. current top 10 is Pikmin, uh, Pikmin 4, FIFA 23, Sims 4 Horse Ranch. Horse FIFA. Uh, the Horse Legend Ranch. of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mario Kart 8. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Modern Warfare 2. Minecraft. Elden Ring and then Diablo. Um, anybody really shocked though that Pikmin kind of did well and is probably going to do well over here too? No. 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 That is literally all my son has been talking about for weeks on end. He played the demo like 50 times. He has his whiteboard <laughs> that he draws on. He he literally makes up his own Pikmin creatures and stuff. I, like I thought you were about to say he was like oh, whiteboard, like Charlie Day from from It's Always Sunny, like <laughs> planning out his adventure. Yeah. Uh no, so we my son's really big in drawing and stuff like that. So we got him like a big whiteboard for Christmas or something one year, well, which is cool. great because you can just draw and then he race, draw and he race. Mm-hmm. And this dude has been making his own variations of the creatures from Pikmin for weeks, dude. Weeks on end. I mean, That's he is so, cool. so awesome. excited for this game. And I so... haven't played it yet, but I hear they made a lot of quality of life improvements to the gameplay, too. That's that's my understanding, too. Yeah. So, Camless, uh Pikmin for Sunstream, when? When you stream What's them. that? <laughs> yeah when it, when is your 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 son streaming it without i without cam it, 
Uh, I don't know when. We'll see. Uh, we'll okay. see. Okay. Probably it'll probably be a Christmas gift this year for him. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought I thought you. That's right. You said he's only been playing the the demo. I thought. Never mind. So, because here's my thing. I would get him Super Mario RPG remake for Christmas, but it comes out before Christmas, and I'm not waiting that long. <laughs> I'm not. I'm physically not waiting that long. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I need to get that game. Um, next one comes from Push Square. Um, and but it's been everywhere. PushSquare.com is the one that picked this story up, though. Um, and uh, basically, long story short, uh, Monster has basically leaked that with some boxes that uh, it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three because Activision has still not acknowledged that it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three this year. They're still just saying Call of Duty Twenty Twenty Three. Um, but I'm finding it hilarious that like last week it was a leak from somebody and now this week it's like a leak from monster. Um, (laughs) what do you think of like the leaky faucet? That is the call of duty news right now. Um, it's, it's call of duty. You know how I feel about call of duty. One thing I did get wrong last week, uh, is that we thought it was Infinity Ward going to be doing it because they did the last Modern Warfare ones, but actually Sledgehammer's doing this one, uh, which I find interesting, which that now makes sense because that would give Sledgehammer the amount of time to do it because they haven't made one since Vanguard. So they had a couple years to work on it. And that's usually how they go, right? Like, every other one's made by, like, a different studio, right? Typically? Yeah, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, uh, and... uh, sledgehammer the three that they rotate between mm-hmm. which is why i was originally it was interesting that they said it was modern warfare 3 because that's traditionally infinity wards franchises modern yeah, warfare yep. Treyarch is yep. known for black ops and then sledgehammer is kind of known for all like the other ones like the world war ii mm-hmm. ones and stuff like that um but i just find it funny that like <laughs> like Activision still won't confirm that it's Modern Warfare 3, but we've had so many leaks now, and now boxes of monsters saying that they're it's Modern Warfare 3. Um, that's that's funny. I'm going with it's probably going to be Modern Warfare 3. I'll be super shocked if it's not. <laughs> if everybody, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if everybody's saying it is, it probably is. Brandon, God damn it! I think you might be onto something. I mean, I'm not an expert. <laughs> I but... just want a hunch, but you know, <laughs> if it if it looks if it looks like Modern Warfare Three, smells like Modern Warfare Three, plays like Modern, it's probably Modern uh, Warfare Three. You know, probably Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, right. Um, and yeah, that's all I really had to say too. Was like the next story was just like, hey, it's actually being it's a correction from last week. Is hey, it's actually being made by Sledgehammer, not Infinity Ward, which. Does like I said, does make me feel a little bit better because God, if Infinity Ward had to turn around within a year and make a, another game, that would be rough, mm-hmm. real rough. Um, next story though comes from Video Games Chronicle, uh, and it looks like Insomniac is working on a third game alongside Spider-Man and Wolverine. Um, they haven't announced that this game, but what I mean, I'll pass this off to you. What do you think they could be working on though? Because I already think I know what they're working on, but what do you? So think? they're so they're working on Spider Man and Wolverine, and they have a third game. Yes, Deadpool. I'm calling it. What do you think, Dustin? I want a new IP. 
Give me something new. I think you're both wrong. Ratchet. They do Ratchet and Clank, and that last Ratchet and Clank did real well. It was I real could, fucking good, too. And it was real good. The last two Ratchet and Clanks have been good, and I feel like mm. we haven't heard anything from it. I feel like that would be the safe bet, I think, is like if they're already kind of taking a risk with Wolverine, and then Spider-Man 2 isn't really a risk, but Wolverine's definitely a risk. I feel like they could play it safe. I mean, new IP would be fucking awesome, or a Deadpool game would be cool. But I think it's going to be another Ratchet and Clank. I would be totally fine with that because every Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played has been phenomenal. Yeah. And I think this is the one where they could probably introduce some multiplayer too because I heard a rumor that that there was a multiplayer, a somewhat multiplayer-focused Ratchet in the works. Um, Mm. So if Insomniac now is making a third game and there's rumblings of that before that, that kind of now makes sense. Here's the thing. I'm all for multiplayer games. Just don't do what Crash did because they kind of upset me because I didn't like what they just released. If they wanted to make a multiplayer, make it couch co-op or like, you know, yes. cross-platform co-op because they introduced the other uh, Lombacks in the, the female Lombacks. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. We'll try to bang through these last few stories here. Um, the PlayStation handheld leak uh, suggests that Project Q is going to be running on Android. Um, uh, since it was first announced in, and this comes from GameSpot, um, since it was first announced in May, PlayStation Showcase, uh, Sony has kept details on its handheld streaming device, Project Q, tightly under wraps. Uh, thanks to a recent leak, it looks like the information uh, on the operating system has leaked. And it looks like to be a basic version of uh, Android. Is, it looks like a basic version of the Android operating system is currently being used. Um, what do you all think of that? that it running on an does that really surprise you too much not really i mean especially if it's just a streaming device it's not like it's gonna be a standalone thing yeah i'm not that surprised no um the thing that got me excited about it is the possibility for emulation on that because android emulators work real well um yeah i can see that i could totally see me like if those things are really cheap just getting one of those things to break it um <laughs> and be like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna run weird N64 emulators on here or whatever. Um hey, if they're cheaper than the Steam Deck, I might honestly pick one up right before able to break it and just make it an emulator. Yeah. I uh um, all the things you're gonna emulate, you you pick N64. The games <laughs> are alright, but like the controller was so the games were alright, the controller just sucked. That's that's what it come came down to. Um, uh, Brandon, you'll like this next one. Uh, comes from Game Rant, but it was kind of everywhere. Uh, Resident Evil Four passes an impressive sales milestone. It was the fastest game to hit five million copies sold in franchise history. Um, not surprised. Uh, not surprised though. That puts it faster than eight. That puts it faster than seven. Puts it faster than the two remake. Puts it way faster than the three remake. Um, yeah. What do, you, what do you think, Brandon, being the big RE fan? Yeah, I'm not surprised. We've talked about it before. 4 is the most beloved Resident Evil game out of all the Resident Evil games. And they slam dunked the remake anyways. They did it justice, dude. They totally did it all the justice it, it needed. So that's well-deserved. I'm really not that surprised that it has sold that well. 
Yeah. I mean, th- as soon as they announced it, that's all anybody was talking about anyways, dude. Like, everybody was hyped. Even the people that don't play Resident Evil games were hyped for it, so. I think this just goes to show that you don't need a big Dami Mami to sell 5 million copies fast. I mean, Dami Mami was cool and all, but. Oh, I'm still on, I'm still on Team Dami Mami, but. But Leon Kennedy. Dami Daddy. <laughs> You know, I'm in the Team Carlos camp. Those. Okay. Okay. You know, Car- <laughs> Carlos is way better looking than Leon. I'm okay. sorry. I'll give you that. Okay. Carlos I'll is pretty good looking. Um, Especially Carlos in the RE2 remake with the, dude, the hair. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, brother. Don't even get me fucking started. We, when we have that, uh, the character of the year thing we were discussing, y'all put Carlos in my ring right there. Throw that in there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip over one of these because I actually didn't watch the live stream, but Armor Core 6 had a huge live stream. Uh, it, or it was, I guess they showed off 12 minutes of gameplay. I didn't really have a chance to watch it. I just kind of wanted to mention that. Like, it happened uh, on the 25th. Uh, but Dustin added in something here, um, and I kind of saw a little bit. It looks like the leaked Armored Core box... C- uh confirmed multiplayer um yep two and it looks six like six players two to six up players to 19 or up to nine so people are thinking like three can spectate some type of game mode okay okay god i cannot wait for that game i there was people kind of shitting on the graphics of that game and i think it looks fine yeah i think what they were shitting on because i i caught snippets of the live stream I got to I got to give a little shit to the person that's playing it for the live stream. They were showing the customizable options, which is great. Like the the ability to like repaint and reskin your mech, but they picked the most vibrant, ugly purple color and then stuck with it the whole time. Right. And so it was like it was, it was like that feeling where you take like a nice gritty 3D aspect of a story and put like a very cartoonish like oversaturated image into it. Mm. I hear you. Um, Painted uh, it with a highlighter. <laughs> yeah, basically. Wait, wait. So they just made it look like an Ava? Yeah. Without the green. I mean, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I like purple. I mean, I, I I really like purple. You know, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then the last story got me really excited was that PC Gamer. Um, It confirmed that Star Wars Outlaws is set between uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi like shadows of the empire is which made me think this could be it we could see the return of dash rendar everybody uh that's that's really the only reason i was excited about it um did you ever play shadows of the empire brandon being as big of a star wars fan as you are um i don't know if i remember if i ever played that or not oh Go buy the Star Wars collection on Steam. You get like 70 <laughs> games for like five bucks. I'm pretty sure Shadows of the Empire's in there. Like, totally worth it. Um, yeah. Uh, that's it, really. I just excited to say Dash Rendar in the year 2023. Um, <laughs> that, 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 in the year really, of our Lord. Yeah, that, that's 2023. Really all, that's really all I got with that one. Um, and yeah, that's all I got this week. Um, I don't really did, did you guys have anything else did dustin do you have anything anything else really i, I think we kind of covered all your new stuff um, yeah nothing really popped out that was well oh no i did see something okay uh we kind of missed it uh gundam evolution's getting shut down 
Oh, well, okay. In Man, November, I forgot the service to will shut down. But there are still two more seasons coming out with two more like sets that you can get, like two more mechs. I forgot so. to download that on PS5. I better download that real quick and play some of it. I do know you cannot buy, uh, and this is why we missed it, and it sucks. You can't buy in-game currency anymore. Oh, okay. So you can't like you can't like feed into it, but you can still get the game and play it. Uh, it's just come November, it will be shut down. For those that don't know, Gundam Evolution was pretty much Gundam Overwatch. Um, it, yeah, it was. You got to pick your mech, and each one had their own. And then it was like a first-person shooter, just as a mech. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we got a little bit of a a little bit of an announcement. Why don't you go ahead and I'm gonna give the floor to Brandon. Yeah, so big announcement. Um, due to just uh family life and time constraints and stuff. Uh, I'm going to be stepping down from being the main co-host. I'll be handing the reins over to my main man, Dustin here, uh, who is doing a great job uh, and has killed it every time that he has filled in for me when I had stuff going on. Um, I will doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be gone forever. I will still be around from time to time. I'm sure Uh, definitely will be back for a big end of the year when we discuss our games of the year and things January, like that. January, February ish. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just you know, just a personal thing. And like I said, I feel like you know, handing if I'm gonna hand it over to anybody, Dustin would be the person I would hand it over to. I mean, he's doing an awesome job. And I will just I say, um, I will just say, uh, as uh, the guy who kind of like started this thing, um, when I initially was approached to do, I was approached by somebody else to do this podcast originally. Um, I had a friend that moved to New Mexico that I used to work with who was begging me for probably about five years to start a podcast with him. And then I started doing the work for it. And then he ghosted me. Um, And it led me to like freaking the fuck out because I was like, I just put in all this work and now I don't have a co-host. And Brandon kind of like reached out to me because he could see that I was like freaking out about it and kind of just filled that role. And I have to say for a guy who doesn't really listen to podcasts, doesn't really like do too much of that stuff. The fact that you were able to like step up and fill that role, you did a really good job for like somebody that just kind of was just kind of like, oh, I'll step into this and we'll just see what happens. And you did great. And I really appreciate you stepping up. I will say that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have you back. Uh, anytime you, the door will always be open. Um, if if a game even comes out that you're really excited to talk about, you're like, I want to be on this episode this week. And I'm sure there'll be episodes where Dustin can't pop in. So, I mean, the guy mm-hmm. is getting married. Um, yeah. He's he going to be busy. So I do I do want to have, and once we're all finished with it, I want to have another like three-way sit-down where we all talk about 16. We might have to do a spoiler cast, like a separate, not an official Black Box episode, but like call it like the, the, the Final like Fantasy it. 16 spoiler cast. Um, that would be yes, cool. definitely. Yeah, and then yeah. we also yeah. got to stream uh, Armored Core together because I know I, oh, I know yeah. me and Dustin are picking that up. Brandon, I still think uh, you pick that up. <laughs> I've been I've been looking at it, so it's it's not it's not definitely off the table for me. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and I and you know, and I really appreciate the opportunity. I learned a lot of stuff from you that I can carry on. You helped me out immensely with setting stuff up you know, taking time out of your day. Awesome on Shauna for letting me borrow you as many times as I have to 
fix shit, whether it's for when we're doing stuff like this or just my stream alone, it has been immense. And I can't thank you enough for that. Uh, Sadly enough, the benefits here are garbage. (laughs) The boss here is terrible. He's a tyrant with his work hours. I'm a dick. What a fucking asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I, I haven't even been paid yet. Good luck, Dustin. This dude's a fucking schmuck. It's okay. I'm going to return to my dungeon from once where I came until next Sunday. Right. Um, so with that, uh, I guess, uh, Brandon, where should they find you? I, I know you're kind of, are you still, why don't we just plug your socials now? I don't even know what to have you plug anymore. Um, honestly, you can still find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash enrage me with an H. Um, I'm still, I still technically have my Twitter. I just have the app deleted on my phone. Uh, I may come back to that. I may not. So I'm not really going to throw that up there, but definitely uh, I'm still going to be streaming. I mean, I just did like a four hour long Final Fantasy 16 stream the day I got it. That was awesome. And Jennifer, like literally like dropped the game off. Was like, I love you. And then let me be, let me be by myself for four hours straight to stream that. So, you know. What a gal. Um, and Dustin, <laughs> uh, where can they follow you? Uh, same place, same times, most of the time. Uh, Twitch at uh, Darius Prime, and then uh, Twitter at Darius Prime VOTTV. Um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Chasing underscore Chase. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Chasing Chase TV. You can follow me on Blue Sky now at Chasing Chase. Um, and, uh, we are at everywhere, uh, black box signal, uh, underscore black box signal on, uh, Twitter and YouTube and, uh, backslash black box signal on Twitch, Spotify, everywhere, yada, yada, yada. So until next time, as always stay safe, comrades. Bye guys. Bye.